Kia ora koutou and welcome to the Sustainability Sus podcast. My name's Lizzie and today I got to chat all things food waste to the incredible Miranda Morissa. Miranda is an associate professor here at the university. She is the coordinator of the Consumer Food Science Program. She leads a sustainable food systems behavioural research group and is the director of the Food Waste Innovation Research Theme. She is knowledgeable, passionate and has so much wisdom to pass on. So stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. Kia ora. Today we're joined with Miranda. Hey, Miranda. <laughs> Kia ora. <laughs> um, so, Miranda, do you want to tell us a little bit about you? What makes you happy? What makes you sad? All right. Uh, so, I'm in the Department of Food Science. Uh, I'm, I'm a consumer behaviourist by training, and I'll, we'll get into that a little <laughs> bit more when you talk about research. Um, I'm a mum to three kids, um, and what makes me happy, I love, I'm totally ridiculously ad- addicted to surfing, oh, um, cool. and food, food nice. makes me really happy, as you'd, <laughs> you know, we can all relate in, to that. yeah, both both at work I get to, to talk and think about food all day, but obviously when I get home in the evenings, um, get to think about yeah. it again, <laughs> we'll get to eat it, even better. <laughs> oh nice, I love that. Okay, so... We want to talk a little bit about food waste because we know it's a big issue, Um, but I kind of want to understand a little bit about how it's such a big issue. So when we throw something away, Mm. does it just decompose on its own? What's the issue there? Like, Why is it something that we need to care so much about? Yeah, uh, it is a huge issue. Um, it, the, the estimate is that we are wasting globally, we're wasting approximately 40% of the food that is produced, which is massive when you think about it. So, And that's 40, crazy when you think how many people don't have food. Yeah, on. exactly. One in nine globally are hungry. We've obviously got hungry, um, many hungry uh, people here in Aotearoa as well. Mm. Um, but it's not just the social aspect of, of wasting food that makes it bad. Yeah. Um, we're, you know, we're wasting a lot of money, obviously. You always want trillion per year on food is is estimated uh, to go to waste wow. um, and the the sort of most compelling reason I think is is that it's really really bad for the environment uh, it's estimated that 10% of all greenhouse gas all human caused greenhouse gas emissions uh, can be attributed to food waste so it's a massive contributor to climate change which is why uh, project drawdown which look at a whole range of solutions to climate change have said mm. that reducing food waste is one of the most important things that we can do uh, to to address to address Isn't this that issue. Isn't crazy when you think about how much focus goes towards like solar energy, EVs, and it yeah. could be just yeah. well, it's a lot easier to just put a compost bin in your garden. Yeah, or not waste the food in the first place is even better. <laughs> yes, <laughs> We've got a little exactly. hierarchy, a little waste hierarchy that we work towards, and, <laughs> okay, talk me and, that. and prevention <laughs> of waste in the first place is yeah. the ultimate aim. So cutting it out at the source. Mm. Uh, if we can't do that, um, then then the next best thing we can do is to give it to people. So this is where sort of mm. the food rescue sector comes in, yeah. uh, donating food. Um, you know that retail retailers, uh, cafes, etc. can't sell and, mm. and donating those um, through this food rescue system. Is that like food um, print? Yeah, kind of. Food print's like an app which uh, yeah, restaurants and cafes are using uh, at the end of the day to get rid yeah. of um, stuff that hasn't sold. So mm. you connect, uh, those sorts of apps connect directly with the customer so you get a little mm. um, notification <laughs> that your favourite cafe's got, you know, three muffins at 50% or something. Run over. Yeah, and they just launched actually in Christchurch uh, just, just recently nice. and they're sort of making their way down the country. Yeah, so I hopefully really in Dunedin at <laughs> some I know, stage I keep soon. seeing and they really want... 
I always think about all the Dunedin cafes and I'm like, wow, I would leave the library in a second to get to there. To get that, yeah. But just back to that yeah. hierarchy. So if it can't give it to people, then the next best thing is is we can um, sort of upcycle it, uh, turn mm. it back into other foods. So there's a big oh, sort yeah. of booming sector at the moment on, on would have been wasted foods, but actually finding ways to process that and bring it back into the food oh, system. Yeah. What would be um, an example of that? Yeah, we've got a, actually got an upcycled food lab here at the university, um, and we've, we've oh, got cool. yeah food science students and and working on some new product development projects. Uh, so taking wonky crackers is a, a group of students <laughs> that have taken uh, wonky crack uh, sorry wonky carrots. So these are, are carrots that it might be tier two or three sort of in mm. graded. They haven't made it. They're not straight enough to make it onto the supermarket shelf or you know for export. That seems crazy um, to think that you wouldn't currently need a going just yeah because of the shape might of go to animal feed um, but actually taking those and bringing them back into the food system by you yeah. know turning it into a, a fun upcycled cracker which is yeah. you know environmentally you know, friendly it's not the food's That's not going so to waste cool. and so forth so we've seen lots of these sorts of products mm. starting to appear on the on the market um, yeah so that's so interesting to think about the supply chain problems so food getting wasted before it even comes into a home? Yeah, we don't have really good data in New Zealand in terms of, we don't have baseline data, mm. so we don't know exactly what proportion of food is being wasted along the supply chain. We've yeah. done, our group at the university here have done uh, a number of measurement studies where we've tried to quantify food waste at different sort of hotspots along that supply yeah. chain. So, But we started at the consumer end, so we've got good data mm. on how much food New Zealanders are wasting in homes, how much is being wasted in restaurants and cafes, how much has been mm. wasted uh, in the um, supermarket, the retail sector, but we actually don't know much about what's happening before then. Um, yeah. So what's happening on farms, what's happening in distribution, uh, mm. etc., processing. Uh, and we do have a couple of students working working in those oh, areas cool. at the moment, um, but we don't yet sort of have that overview, bird's eye view. Mm. Um, if we look at where be, data is being wasted along the supply chain in other countries like New Zealand, so like Australia, for example, actually quite a big proportion of the food waste is happening in the production stage. So 30, mm. 35 or something, 33% of the total amount of food being wasted is in production. Um, yeah. And then a lot at the consumer end as well with less in those other sort of stages. So, so it's really interesting, yeah, because a lot yeah. happens yeah. in the supply so chain. as a consumer, <laughs> would you then say the best thing you can do is buy locally so you can understand there's less of a supply chain? So there's likely there'll be less... Yeah, buying yeah, sure. Buying locally is a um, way to shorten that supply chain. Mm. Uh, it's a way to ensure that you are buying product which is in season. Um, mm. So there is, um, you know, that, that yeah. can help reduce waste. Um, yeah, absolutely. The longer the supply chain, uh, especially for you know fresh perishable products, then the more opportunity there is along <laughs> that supply chain for the foods to yeah. be wasted. Um, but you know, ultimately, I guess New Zealand is a an export oriented nation. We produce mm. enough food for 40 million consumers. We've only got five here. Uh, so we are sending the majority of That's our food crazy, yeah. overseas. Mm. Um, and so, and, and look, we've got some really good supply chains sort of in place. Um, yeah. But a lot of the waste is, there are supply chain issues which lead to food loss and waste along the supply chain. Mm -hmm. But a big driver for the waste is, comes back to the consumer and comes back to market and those sort of stringent um, ideas that we have around sort of specifications for what good food is and you mm. know we mentioned wonky carrots or <laughs> bananas that are too straight it's it's um, consumers that are 
you know, sort of in some part dictating or retailers that are responding to what consumers, what they think yeah. consumers want <laughs> in terms of that perfect looking food. So yeah, that's so hard, funny, yeah. yeah, hard for us to do much about the supply chain. You know, we can't as consumers, but that is one thing that one action we can take is mm. is to support um, and and buy imperfect foods when <laughs> yeah. possible and show retailers and and others that there is a demand for these because they're nutritious foods they you know yeah, they're really funny. delicious I, mean, I think of it like if you're at the farmer's market and you see something that's a bit wonky then you know that it's kind of fresher and sure more real so it's funny to think that that's so we not need something more. that most consumers want we need more people like you <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah absolutely but i think yeah that's easy for me to say when I understand a bit about it already. Yeah, we've done a little bit of research in this space um, and we actually did it with children. It was really interesting. Um, and children generally are actually quite accepting of these yeah. sorts of foods. And, until, and their until their parents say their parents, like Yeah, it. until their parents say things like, you know, when they're at the supermarket, make sure you get the good ones or the, the big mm. ones. or the. Um, but what we did find is that the children that were more connected to food, and, and that can be in lots of different ways, the ones that went to the farmer's mm. market, the ones that grew food food at home, the ones that were involved in the cooking and so mm. forth, were much more accepting uh, of yeah. these sort of sub-optimal <laughs> looking, um, shaped, so etc. which I think is sort of quite a key message is, you know, part of the reason we waste is, is I know food is really expensive for a lot of people at the moment, but if you look sort of historically, it's it's really is um cheaper than it's ever been. Most of us are spending less of yeah. a proportion of our income on food than we've ever spent. Uh, and, and I guess it's due to all of the mass farming and Yeah, so food is very much, it's a commodity and mm. and because of that we don't really value everything that's gone into the growing and transporting and, you know, retailing. Yeah, and the whole village was working to grow those yeah. that produce, then we'd care about it a lot more. Yeah, so it just means that it's easy to throw it out you know it's easy to and and so I think you know we've got lots of tips and things on how we can try and reduce food waste Um, but I think it really the core of it comes back to trying to create a uh, a whole system, I guess, where you know, food is more than just something we eat. It's something that we, you know, that we value. Yeah. Um, and you know, when we're wasting food, you know, I mentioned the greenhouse gas emissions associated with that, um, which are phenomenally high. But it's also a waste of all those things that have gone into the growing um, of food. It's, it's the wasted land. It's wasted, you know, fertilizer. It's wasted water, which is you know, all of these things yeah. are, are precious commodities well, and yeah. becoming increasingly precious um and so you know the, and it the, ties all of our issues into one yeah one. well and the further along the food is wasted along the supply chain if it you know if it's wasted on farm that's it's it's a shame but it's you know we haven't at least the energy hasn't gone in to then transport it and the emissions associated with the truck and you know yeah. for it to get to our fridge Absolutely. and then waste it that where the, yeah. the footprint and also is bigger the, um, um the energy that it takes to transport and keep the food cool yeah, absolutely. And then retailed well. and then we get in our car and go to the supermarket and pack it up yeah. and take it home and then we call our fridge and then, you know, and yeah. cook it often. <laughs> and then if it's wasted, you know, it really is. It's a waste of all of those inputs. Wow, yeah. um, and it's, it's crazy when you think about a small amount of food and how far it might have come. Yeah, and and I think that's one of the issues with food waste um, reduction is that it is often something that we're doing in small 
proportions. Like we mm-hmm. not not most of us don't waste large quantities of food at any time. Yeah. It's just little bits of every meal. Um, that that and but they accumulate and they accumulate mm. sort of for one person. But then we look at five million, you know, people yeah. that accumulates and then look globally and and that's why when it comes to sort of trying to educate people about um, behavior or sort of talk about behavior change in this space, it's the solutions are actually really simple and many, and especially at the household level. Mm. Um, it's really things like... Don't put too much food on your plate. Don't put too much on your food when you go to the supermarket shop with a list. You know, when yeah. you get at home, make sure you're storing things correctly and, you know, mm. that to ensure the, the longest shelf life possible. Um, yeah, cook what you need, eat what you, mm. you know... You Take doggy bags, all these sorts of yeah, solutions. Take your leftovers for the next day. Yeah, and and but it's we've got to convince everybody to do it. You know, like this, we've got to get mm. everybody on board because it really is yeah. food waste is, and not just everybody consumers. You mentioned supply chain, like really food waste. Is, it happens everywhere, which means that it's everybody's responsibility. And which means that we all, all need to be. Yeah, it's going yeah. to affect all of us. And it, I guess you know, flipping that on a positive note means that we can all be part of the solution. Mm. And I don't know about you, but I get as a consumer or a, a you know just a, a general member of the the public, yeah. I sometimes get really overwhelmed when thinking about issues like climate change. You know, they're so big and gnarly. And yeah. how am I going to do something? You know, at, at an individual level. But I think. Reducing food waste is, you know, it, it really is something you can do, you know, three plus times a day, you yeah. know, you can work on. And you make a scalable issue, I mean, a scalable step at the end of the year. Yeah. So like you're saying, like, it really does add up. It really does add up and supporting, um, yeah, it's a, it's a tangible action you can take to, to make a difference. Yeah, too. and like you say, climate change is such a big issue. Yeah. And no one person is going to solve it. But if you can do something in your sector yeah. and, you know, be a part of the solution, it's always better than doing nothing. Absolutely. Do what you can where you can. Yeah, absolutely. And look, there'll be a whole lot of um, people listening that are, you know, doing programs like you're doing and, you know, and... and um, environmental management and you know and I think part of the role is 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 letting other people know how um, sort of the implications of wasting food in New Zealand we've long held the sort of belief where you know it's it's obviously not good because there's hungry people like that's yeah. but actually linking food waste to climate change uh, mm. is is in a, a sort of positioning it as an environmental issue is something when we've actually gone and done research it's not something that most New Zealanders uh, uh, it's not a connection that people mm. are making because I think because food is it's organic right it's an organic material a lot yeah. of New Zealanders traditionally at least have composted mm. um, or had chooks or you know dog and ant dogs or whatever that they've given the food waste to too. and so there's this idea that it's biodegradable it's it's not it's not mm. that bad it's so uh, interesting but how if it's in the right environment then it turns into this beautiful compost soil but yeah if it's going into landfill it turns into toxic and that's gases I mean, absolutely that is yeah and the majority of the waste in new zealand goes to landfills mm. and only a portion of those are, is producing methane which is that gas you know that you've been talking about and only mm. you know a proportion of those landfills are capturing that and mm. and so you know, that's the reality is most of the waste at the moment, especially in, you know, student flats where it is quite hard to, to get a garden going or to, you know, get a composting system going as, as you to put it in your black bags. There's compost gardens going at the Sea Garden, at the University Garden yeah. that you can take your compost to or you can just buy a bin 
which goes into your garden so you can put it in there and then it will compost in your garden you only need like a one meter by one meter space yeah that's awesome so i know they've got some some do. initiatives i've visited the mm. um the worm farm down at the polytech this last week yeah. as well and so we're starting it's to really see cool. these um and little pockets of innovation <laughs> i guess happening but it's sad that i mean um, the dcc i'm been thinking for years it's crazy that we don't have a compost bin that gets collected when that is such yeah, so that's ease. coming that's next year yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> yep <laughs> so Perfect. they've just signed a new contract yeah. with the waste provider so oh. there will be bins available uh, really for good. um food waste collection for Dunedin residents from Perfect. next year and and we've got a, a college here a whole sort of the colleges, I think, um, <laughs> the halls of residence, um, yeah. which has just put in an anaerobic digester as well, oh, yes, I heard uh, which, about is, that. which is now up that's and going. So that's going, going to be. I heard about that when it was in the development phase. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's working now. I saw that last week, um, and based cool. at, at Unicol, uh, mm. and again, it's it's a uh, you know back to that waste waste hierarchy that we started off talking about. It's a, mm. you know. We, I'm really keen to emphasise that first and foremost, we must work on the prevention. So, yeah. you know, in the colleges, we need to understand where is the waste happening, and we've got a, a master's student uh, who's who's just starting on that on that mm. journey of actually quantifying where in 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 at Otago colleges, where is the waste happening in the kitchen and in the dining sort of service, yeah. um, understanding what the you know, key foods are that are being wasted, when mm. and, and the impacts of those, you know, the impact of that waste. And then we need to bring in interventions uh, yeah. to try and reduce that. So whether it be in the kitchen or look at addressing plate waste. Um, yeah, did they bring awareness. something in where they made smaller plates? Smaller plates, yeah, that was on. based on some research we did years ago, which and it, it showed that, yeah, little, little mm. and this is, yeah, in the behaviour change space, which is sort of where my research is. Is, is we can educate and we need to you know raise awareness around food waste mm. and talking about that's really important um, but sometimes with these issues it's not enough a lot of us know what's the right you know we know what the right thing to do is and if you look at nutrition's a classic example right yeah. <laughs> we all know what we should be eating but we don't do it and so yeah. when it comes to behavior change we need to go beyond education and we need to look at what we call nudging um, <laughs> nudging people to or, you mm. know making it easy for people to make the right decisions and so that yeah. What you've just described there, providing um, smaller plates is an yeah. example of a nudge. So <laughs> the research shows that if you provide a smaller plate, people will take less even in a buffet sis, you know, sort of setting yeah. where they are able to and go up and get... people can come back and get They seconds. can, but, but actually most of us, by the well, time we've eaten and digested <laughs> and the effort, we're inherently mm. lazy, the effort to get up again, you know, <laughs> it is not worth it. Um, yeah. Removing trays is another example. We, we tend to, mm. our research has showed, we tend to pile less up if we don't have a tray and have to hold multiple plates or whatever <laughs> so some of these things you know yeah. this is where we need to to look at what's working yeah. evidence that um, roll them out across you know across um, all the colleges for example and then say you know okay is there food that can be donated uh, mm. if not if so let's do that if not then is you know let's get it into that digester or yeah. can we compost it or you know get it yeah, yeah into that digester and and that the the bottom of that hierarchy is send it to landfill it really shouldn't be mm. you know ideally where any food is going there should be we should be working on solutions to get food completely out of landfill yeah Absolutely. And this is such an issue where it's in everyone's best interest for every reason. Yes. Like thinking about this I'm like I can't even think what a tiny downside could be. No there's no real downside. I mean you've got a uh, um, 
you know, and I guess that's one of the issue, one of the reasons why I focus so much on this issue. I'm, I'm, you know, concerned with a whole range of issues in terms of the sustainability <laughs> yeah. of our food supply chain and, and reducing cool food waste is just one you know, solution. Mm. There's other other things we need to be doing. But it is an issue where we can get good traction because we can talk to the New Zealand public. And when mm. we do talk to the New Zealand public through sort of big nationwide yeah. behaviour change campaigns, they tend to be pitched in a... Um, the key messaging is around saving money because that's what res- yeah. this research has shown resonates well with people. Especially so, when food is this expensive. Yeah. It feels crazy to think how much is being So wasted. the average New Zealand household is, is wasting 620-something, I think, off the top of my head, dollars per year on, on food. Oh so my gosh. if you look at the campaigns, it's, you know, what else could you be doing with that money? Yeah, um, But we can also tie it into, you know, to environmental yeah. discourse as well as social justice and, mm. and easy to get businesses on board where um, in the process of um, reducing waste is saving money yeah it, <laughs> it's the bottom line of course yeah. they want to do it you know improve operations and, and save the bottom line it's mm. an easy sell for businesses we're just in the process of setting up New Zealand's first voluntary agreement on food waste oh, cool. for businesses so we're getting some of New Zealand's leading food big food producers uh, on board and we're going to be launching this initiative in, in November uh, it's called the Kai Commitment uh, it's an initiative oh. being hosted by New Zealand Food Waste Champions 12.3 so this is a group of, of advocates uh, uh, representing from across New Zealand's food supply chain who are, uh, are working to progress the Sustainable Development Goal 12.3, which is nice. to reduce food waste by 50% by 2030. So we actually hosted the, so cool. the champions down here in Dunedin last week and, <laughs> and ran a um, sort of panel presentation uh, for yeah. the public, which was really cool. But So is um, that something that businesses can sign on to yeah, so the businesses want to reduce their food waste? Yeah, absolutely. So they will, they will sign on, uh, they will sign up to this sort of membership fee, pay time, type um, initiative uh, and they will commit to three things which is sort of international best practice for reducing food waste which is to set a target uh, for Mm. their business for their waste so it may be aligned with that target I've just mentioned in SDG 12.3 or something that's appropriate for their business they commit to measuring their food waste uh, so actually doing audits and and understanding what their waste profile their business's waste profile looks like and then they commit and and sharing that data uh, with with the collective so we can start I mentioned earlier we, we don't have uh, good sort of overview data of New Zealand, so that will help sort of build up that yep. understanding. And then that they commit. So good for getting that data. Yeah, mm. and then they commit to acting to reduce it. Uh, so yep. putting in place initiatives within their businesses, but also within their businesses' supply chains. So not just yep. you know if you're a retailer, not just working on on reducing your food waste in store by doing things like you know yep. taking leftover deli meat and maybe processing it into a. Mm. Um, animal feed or something but taking the responsibility actually that as well yeah saying to their suppliers look we'd like some traceability around you know an yeah. understanding or cool. like to see that you're taking making some effort. effect across a range of sectors yeah so so this will be launching initiative that's launching in in november uh so you'll cool. hear more about this in, in the little <laughs> teaser <laughs> at this stage <laughs> no that's so cool yeah wow it goes back that. to what we said you know this is really an issue that, that everybody needs to be thinking about and, and yeah. working on and and also that'll be um, so good for the businesses 
um, like for marketing and things, like you know that will also have yeah, of course, good corporate social responsibility credentials, and (laughs) of course, yeah, and and you know if they are able to turn some of these byproduct um, waste streams into Mm. value add products that consumers are wanting to buy, then again, it's another opportunity for revenue generation for them. So why wouldn't they? You know, why why wouldn't they get involved? There's really no Um, downside to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for students, how could we be more involved around the uni? So yeah, I heard that you're running the Consumer Food Science Program. Yeah. So does that work in with reducing food waste? Yeah, so I mean, that's a, um, um, a degree, a major. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's hosted by the programs, hosted by the Department of Food Science. And yes, yeah. it's all about understanding mm-hmm. uh, consumers oh, consumers, and and. and people generally's interaction with food so you learn oh. in that program you learn uh, about the the food and the science of food and, and processing that food but also then there's a really strong emphasis on um, like I said people's sort of interaction so understanding the drivers for food choice uh, yeah. how do things like policies or reg, um, you know policies and regulation how do things like our culture how do you know how, how do these different drivers influence uh, the choices that people make about you know, yeah. the foods that they choose to eat um, so how do we understand yeah why people don't eat the foods that we think that they should and, and start to look at some of the behavior change things that we've yeah. just been mentioning that's um, so cool having that right here at the uni that yeah and we've got a food waste on. um you know so if you want to to come and find out more <laughs> about the consumer food science program I, I lead that so just yeah happy to have a chat about that <laughs> at like any stage my whole degree. <laughs> <laughs> um but if you we, we also have a, a research group uh which is um, food waste innovations. If you go Google food waste innovations, University of Otago, uh, you can you can find out who we are as a group. We're a group of interdisciplinary researchers from across New Zealand, oh. uh, and primarily the university here. Um, and yeah, with lots of research opportunities, we've got a, yeah. a student group sort of affiliated with us, uh, Slow Food Youth, um, and a sort yeah. of action orientated group uh, working here on campus and in the sort of broader food sustainability space. Um, yeah. We offer um, summer scholarships and, and things. There's lots of ways cool. to, to get, we, like I mentioned, the panel event we just held last week. Mm. Uh, so we do quite a bit of public outreach on, on food waste. So lots of ways to get involved. There's a mailing list. You can check we'll your name these, on that. We'll put these links um, in the show notes as well. Yeah, cool. So, so but best ways, yeah, perfect. Best ways to probably put your name on the, on the mailing list and then you'll be um, up to date with if there's, you know, I said, opportunities awesome. for engagement. Yeah, the more people that are <laughs> involved, the, the better. So we all need to be a part of this. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Okay, before we finish, do you have any of like your favorite hacks or like some really good tricks for when you're cooking or ways <laughs> or like your favorite leftover? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um favorite leftover. <laughs> No, just eat everything. Just, just be creative. <laughs> it's such a good opportunity, you know, to not to move away from a fixed recipe and just get creative yeah. and have fun with food. And, and don't listen to the food um, rules. No. Leave the skins on. Leave the skins on. <laughs> eat your broccoli stalks. You know, every almost everything's yeah. edible. Um, a if, lot. Of, just try it out and see if you'll find the next day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that. There is, you know, food at some at some stage does become inedible and and yeah. can pose a food safety risk. Mm. But um, I think in, in a lot of cases, using our senses, you know, does it smell all right? I've just mm. heard my food science uh, colleague <laughs> say, he's a, a professor in microbiology. Um, he he has 
he has uh, drunken milk 28 days past its its best before date uh, and you know he gave it a sniff it looked okay smelt okay and and that was fine and I think that's actually a um, an area of confusion for consumers is that the best before date mm. uh, is not a, it's a quality indicator. It is not a food safety date. So yeah. if it is a use by date, you're best to follow that. Uh, so yeah. if your food is after yeah. the use by date, um, perhaps consider c- chucking <laughs> it out in that case where they may pose yeah. a food safety risk. Um, chucking it out, not, in, yeah, if, if, if mm. there's another, if you can put it into a compost or something even better. Um, but if it is a, if it's just a best before date just just ignore it um and and do the smell you know (laughs) also i've so noticed that if i write a list and really think about what i'm gonna buy at the supermarket then i'm much more likely to eat it all yeah so much research showing (laughs) and 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 doesn't even matter research i mean we all know it right like anecdotal evidence that when we go to the supermarket especially if we're hungry uh you know we make really weird decisions (laughs) so if um planning is is one of the best things we've actually put together we've had a couple of students put together a, a planning um, meal planning kit for, for students, for oh, fellow cool. students. It's on our so website, we oh, uh, yeah. on the Resource Centre. Cool. Uh, there is a sort of a, a, a week, um, it's like a uh, yeah, a week of, of rec- suggested recipes, uh, which is is there, and and each of the recipes are food waste friendly in and of themselves. And yep. the next day's recipes that are users ingredients that are left over from the night before, and it that. provides a shopping list up yep. front. And so you can kind um, of have a themed week of meals. Yeah, so you can have a themed yep. week of meals. And then there's actually another another resource there, which is the same sort of thing, but over a much longer so the period of time, and it's taken seasonality into account. Oh. So there's summer suggestions, and I think they're based yep. on a, a four week meal plan. So you're eating. So you're eating what's in season, and yeah, that that, actually that one's quite cool because it's all priced. The food's priced. It was done. You know, these resources uh, were created with you guys in mind, with students in mind. So that makes it so easy um, when that stuff's already put together to help. I'm gonna go and check all that. Gives you your nutritional, (laughs) your nutritional sort of um, information about about the foods that. Cool. So we're eating healthy as well. So you got yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The in that one um, the. There's a variety of, of uh, sort of meat and, and dairy and, and mm. vegetarian and, and vegan options. But with the meat and dairy oh. options, I think in, in all cases there's suggestions made for how to alternate out those those um, yeah. climate-heavy <laughs> um, yeah. foods with, with more sustainable cool. options. Yeah, That's awesome. Well, that's been amazing. Thank you so much cool. for coming in to talk My pleasure. Us. Always keen I've to talk waste. I've learned so much. <laughs> I love it. Well... Thank you so much. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Get out. <laughs>